Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry. And I'm your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Hanny Blanco, a.k.a. <laughs> uh, that was me stalling for time because so, I forgot to open the notes app. A.k.a. Rowdy Rafi Piper, a.k.a. The Nacho Man Rafi Savage, a.k.a. Secret Sweetie, a.k.a. Young Seinfeld Reference, a.k.a. ASAP Rafi. AKA the Blue Bubble Boy. Do not text me with an Android device or one of those Huawei phones that are spying on us. AKA Henny Loggins. AKA Hennessy Williams. AKA Rafi Dangerfield. AKA DJ Scratch and Sniff. AKA Robert Troutman. AKA Bitch of Sam Tacky Daddy Range Look Like Laffy Raffy. AKA AKAs for. Many, many days. Okay, you forgot AKA Henny G, but whatever. I had so many notes during each one. I'm like, we need to talk about this now. I, and I know that I text you with an Android dev- device and you're forced to answer, but maybe that's why it takes you so long to respond. Well, fortunately, <laughs> we often communicate with, uh, with Jen mm-hmm. as well. And she <laughs> is in... She's your Apple liaison? Yeah, so it's funny when it'll be like... Jen liked a tweet or a tweet, a text, and then you can't and do I that. And I have to actually laugh. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, I want to do this too. I almost got an iPhone, but eh, I still haven't gotten my phone yet. So maybe, maybe it's in the cards, but eh. I think, you know, Colonel, Colonel Jeff has an Android and I feel at home with him. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Let's uh, welcome our special guest from the North. Toby. Welcome, Toby. Hello. And uh, yeah, I guess it's Rafi's way or the Hawaii way. <laughs> that didn't land like I wanted it to. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Canadian humor is, let's see. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you have to go for the exchange rate, right? So like it takes <laughs> one point, 1.33 of our humor for one of your humor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Plus, you, you know, we like deported that uh, lady from that company back to China. Oh, did did you? I don't know anything yeah. about Canadian history. I mean, uh, uh, news? <laughs> history. This happened like a month ago. <laughs> Clearly, Which, I of know. course, is like one-tenth of our history, so fair enough. Yeah, you finally had something and I didn't know about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are you doing? You be. I am well, thanks. How are you? Good. I know you didn't have we talked to Lauren since she got to meet with you? I don't know if we've actually talked with her besides on text. Anyway, how was it meeting Lauren Kelly in person? Oh, it was so cool. It was great that she came up. She got a tattoo from the same person that I got a tattoo from. Love brother. Not at the same time. Yeah, exactly. We're we're needle siblings. Uh, Yeah. And I took her to as many places as I could in like 14 hours uh, in Toronto, and then took her back to the airport. It was really nice for her to come up, so shout out to Lauren. It's so cool. Yeah, let's, uh, you know what, before we do shout outs, we're going to talk about the Monday episode. Josh Gondelman did not faint during this podcast and the Thursday show. Allison doesn't care. Jordan's commuting. Renee digs wind chimes. But first, let's do shout outs. Toby, would you like to do shout outs first? Uh, sure. Uh, Lauren, as I mentioned, and 
uh, always to Whitney, who's helping me out uh, with a parenting situation, which I know is weird because she doesn't have kids herself, but uh, she has the expertise I need in this. And shout out to both of you and to Shira, who I talked to quite a bit, too. Oh, nice. Well, Rafi, do you have any shout outs? Of course. Shout out to Erica's cousin. Shout out to Dr. Jen. Shout out to Trice, because uh, I've been uh, thinking about him lately for some reason. And um, hmm, who else? Hmm, I can't think of any other people. So that's all. Okay. Trice is a good one. I, I think I, I think of him often also because I have, he sent me all those piano books and I have them sitting there. I'm like, I need to make fucking time and I still haven't. And I think it's so nice that, you know, he's so thoughtful. Plus I was up uh, kind of close to him. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to, you know, it's so close. San Francisco and Sacramento. <laughs> uh, okay. My shout outs, Brittany, love you, miss you. Megan, super fan Megan. We had, uh, while I was on my trip, we texted back and forth a little bit and I kind of forgot to get back to her because of my trip. And I realized she wants to do some sort of Allison, like she used to do the Allison PC theaters and she wants to do something similar to that. So hit me up, Megan, let's do this. Uh, shout out to Kelly Carb Queen Lundquist. I liked hearing her back on the show. As always, she makes me laugh. Also Nina Hartley, shout out to her. And... Whitney, Jay Inslee, he sent me a nice text uh, last week that was sweet. Tamara, I've been saying her name correctly. Tim Ortez, Jen Stark is always the first person to like the show on SoundCloud. Lauren Kelly, I love texting with her. And she listened to the show that you did last week, Ruffy, before I did. So you guys were already texting about it. I'm like, wait, I, I need to listen before I can chime in on this. Also to Whitney. Also, did I ever say Whitney? No, whatever. Let's, how about twice? Uh, Dr. Jen, she sent little Rafi and I really nice text last week and uh, quite sweet and heartfelt. Also, shout out to Toby. I didn't list him in my slew last <laughs> two weeks ago. And I was like, when I edited it, I thought, I didn't I didn't say Toby. That's weird. I thought for sure I had had that in there. But I did make fun of Canada at some point. So that's, you know. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, also to Lil Rafe. Thanks for covering last week, minding the store. Congrats on the Seinfeld quiz. I hope there's going to be a rematch. I'd love to be a part of it. I was acing it along with you. Also, your birthday, Lil Rafi. How did it go? I got sick. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) Did you get that from being on Tinder? (laughs) I (laughs) wish. Also, uh, I wanted to thank you for the nice gifts that you sent me. You really downplayed it that it was going to be like basically nothing. And it was so nice. Plus a nice card. Very nice and thoughtful presence. And also you mentioned something to Nina, I think. Or maybe it was to Kelly or both of them that they should. No, it was to Nina. So we could do like the Seinfeld thing in person. and And you said you should come out in June. So what are you saying? I'm saying that if she was in California in June, that you and her could play the Seinfeld mm. trivia game. Mm. And you if, said you should come out in June. That's what I heard. For the first Friday event um, yes. that Ali Ward is doing at some museum thing, I will try yeah. to make it out there for that okay. day. Okay. I'm not making any, any guarantees, but I've been missing California already. So okay, I figure, good. why not take another day off and fly on out 
See you June 7th. Uh, if anybody else wants to come out here, we're going to go see Allie Ward Natural History Museum in L.A. And I'm excited about that. I'm thinking about getting a hotel out there so I can go do L.A. stuff the next day. You know, Gallery 1988, etc. Okay. I have a couple of quick call-outs. Do you, either of you have call-outs? Yes. Oh! <laughs> would you like to go first? <laughs> do I? Uh, might as well. Calling out uh, to one so-called superfan Megan Parkansky for uh, screenshotting my uh, vulnerable drunken text messages to her and splattering them all over the Twitter sphere and mentioning them on a fucking Facebook live stream with a bunch of strangers and some people that we do know. God damn it, Megan. I would hate you if I didn't love you, which makes me hate you even more. So you're back on Twitter. Toby, do you have any call-outs? Uh, no, I'm in a good place right now. Oh, that's that. nice. All right, mm-hmm. on to mine then. How about that? First of all, I kind of already said this. I'm calling myself out because I didn't I didn't shout you out, Toby. Also, a call out to Rick as little Rafi, you know, train Rick, next door neighbor. Since the last time the update was, I forgot what it was. But anyways, he's come over to my house since then and confronted me about wanting to become friends again. And I told him that his wife's a big piece of shit, basically. <laughs> but he said he, he kind of knows and he still wants to be able to wave to me. And I'm like, uh, I don't I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then my husband texted him to leave us alone. And he said, copy. So, apparently, he understands. Also, I'm calling out you, little Rafi. Oh, boy. One ultra fan. Um, okay, so I sent you some birthday presents, and we recorded a little something that you were going to add to the episode last week, and Ooh. I'm pretty sure you didn't do that. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot that we recorded that. Um, I did post the pictures up on Facebook, in the Facebook this group, so check that out. I also, fucking completely for forgot. Lauren's sake, maybe post it on Instagram. Oh, God. I gotta do everything. <laughs> I'll just text it to her, okay? Okay. I'm sure the recording was a piece of shit anyway. Okay. That was, uh, that was all. Let's talk about Monday, shall we? Sure. <sighs> okay, great. All right. Josh Gondelman. He was a fun guest. What does he do for... You listen to um, Jesus and, and whatever it's called, right, Lil Rafi? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jesus and Marrow. He's a writer yeah. on their show. It's on mm. Showtime. It is the number one show in late night. And if you're not watching it, you are a certified herb. <laughs> well, I guess I am. Um, I only got Showtime for Twin Peaks, so I guess I'll have to get it again. Whatever. I didn't. Re- I thought it was a podcast. So that's. <laughs> oh, don't forget the Bodega Boys podcast every Monday, except for when they don't do it on. A, a week for some reason uh yeah it's the number one podcast in the world uh if you are going by uh who is the you? most hood certified <laughs> uh yeah that's why i got it mixed up anyway um so this whole thing the whole idea that there are pun competitions makes me want to barf but i kind of want to witness something like this have either of you heard of a pun competition I haven't heard of it, but as soon as I saw that, I wrote it down and I tried to enter. No way! (laughs) That's totally my... I didn't. (laughs) But I'm totally... That's right in my wheelhouse. Okay, so this might be really a dumb question, but it's me, so I'm going to go ahead and ask it. Are there (laughs) different puns in Canada? (laughs) Are there different puns in Canada? Uh, I mean, puns are whatever you make 
of them. Yeah, so. but I mean, are they regional or I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm like gonna breeze, I'm going to breeze past this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think so. The pun is like, I don't know, whatever you turn a word into a different word right. or use a different word. So I suppose they could be regional in the terms of references. Like yours uh, would have a, like maple terms. Oh, yeah. Lots of maple terms. Actually, only maple terms. <laughs> no, there's some geese uh, sprinkled in there. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot Lauren, Lauren sent you the picture of the geese in the mall, <laughs> didn't she? Yes. Uh, huh? You're so celebrated. Uh-huh. There's also a beaver, right? No. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Rocky, are, yeah. you, are you uh, into puns or competitions regarding puns? You know, I always think... Uh, Oh, puns. Those are easy to come up with. Uh, let me rattle off a half a dozen. And then I'm like, uh, be careful. And then it's a picture of a bee or something. <laughs> or like when I uh, called out my neighbors on Facebook and I said, hashtag be a good neighbor. <laughs> After they called on the bees. Okay. So yeah, I am not good at it either. So will you grace us with a pun, Toby? Oh, geez. See, I think like Rafi, it's, when you're on the spot, yes, uh, it's more difficult. But I, I'll, I'll try to make one or two as the show goes on. If I okay, well, I like them. that's how, usually what I take. How I make puns is just <laughs> jumping on other people's jokes, it. and yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I think I could do that joke better if I did it this way. <laughs> if I change it, I think when I write the descriptions for the shows, I usually make it a tiny bit punny, but I'm. Remi- I'm remembering back to two episodes that you were on, Toby. Um, Circle Jerks spelled like Cirque yep. du Soleil. <laughs> yeah, I recall that one. Yeah. And uh, Dick Insider, which I don't know if that's a pun, but it's funny to me. <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. You're doing it. You're in the competition. Oh, no. I'm in it. I didn't even want to be. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to knock on your door. They'll be like, hey, you're registered. We heard your <laughs> podcast. Slap a sticker on me. Uh, I am curious to see how this, because like you said, being on the spot is part of my problem as far as like improv or anything in the world. If you ask me my, like I took my daughter to the doctor and I was like all nervous for some reason. And she was asking me really easy questions and she could have asked me my name. I'd be like, um, (laughs) I don't know. I I, like when I'm on the spot, it's, uh, I forget everything. So trying to be clever on the spot, not going to happen. That's why we do this show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> try to hone that skill yeah so far let's see we've been doing this for three years now i feel like i might be coming around <laughs> <laughs> just just now coming into your own yeah so josh said something that was like uh he said nothing lasts forever even like cold november rain or something they said oh you should put that to a song were that was that supposed to be a joke yeah it was a joke Okay, because nobody laughed, and Allison's like, oh, okay, like kind of cruised past it and didn't like chuckle. So I'm like, what? I thought the... they went back and forth. I thought they went back and forth with it, where he's like, oh, no, no, I'm not a musical genius. And then she said, well, someone should. Yeah, but <laughs> or something, yeah. like I think. And I was like, but, I, but yeah, I guess this is the delivery that I'm like, I don't know if they're joking or um, obviously we've all heard Guns N' Roses. And that song has been in my head ever since.
Uh, do you listen to Guns N' Roses exclusively because uh, Axel says the uh, N-word like twice on that album? Does he? Does he? Go back and listen, Lisa. <laughs> like you don't have I mean, those parts queued up. It's the profile of somebody that would say that word normally. That's in a song on the, on the double album? I, uh, Appetite for Destruction. I think he says it like twice. Oh. Not on appetite, but first, but I do celebrate that entire album. So apparently, I didn't notice. Speaking of appetite, how is your fasting going? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've officially lost twenty pounds today. Uh, I know the last time I checked in, I had lost nineteen and a half, but I did gain a few lbs in uh, San Francisco because, I mean, I I pretty much focused everything around being a tourist and eating and drinking. And so you were less appetite for destruction and more spaghetti <laughs> incident. <laughs> but maybe a combination of both. Uh, yeah, I uh, but I lost uh, the extra LBs quickly afterwards because I I fasted the very first day I came. I tried to fast while I was there, but I had already made plans and reservations at places that just it didn't work out. So and plus like a bottle of wine a day. Come on. And Kelly Lundquist, no, I did not grab the hardest thing. And going back to before we recorded, there was no, there's no sex on a kid trip. That doesn't happen. It's a, what did you guys call it? It is a trip. A vacation would have been more, you know, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Our room was so tiny. We had like the coolest hotel, but the room was like, I mean, whew, tight quarters. And the Who? bathroom was very tight quarters as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Who died at that hotel? Well, the funny thing is, when I was looking up the hotels, like, oh, this is like one of the most haunted hotels. I'm like, God damn it. I had already booked it. Uh, but in the 1906, I'm going to give you some history. Nobody that I know of died. But the 1906 earthquake of San Francisco, most of the city was pretty much destroyed. And this building was turned into a makeshift uh, city, whatever it's called, uh, where there was like a jail and stuff in the in the basement and whatever. But it was a really cool hotel. A lot of junkies, a lot of uh, zombies, the walking dead all around our hotel. But um, yeah, it was a fun trip, though. Now back to the Vans box. Now back to the Vans. Speaking, yeah. speaking of the Vans box, <laughs> I sent a picture to Dr. Jen and Lil Rafi because I finally put together a box of stuff to send to Becky McClure uh, from our group recording. And I did put a Vans box in there, and I'm putting um, haystacks inside. So, mm, Is that what you call them? <laughs> well, as uh, Becky Milliner said, there's also something called spiders. So chances are <laughs> I made those two. Okay. Uh, back to Josh Gondelman. He is a pep talker. Uh, which I think is, I think he sounds like, sounds, he sounds like a very kind and caring humanitarian type of person. I don't know if his voice or his saying like a million times is because he's on a podcast and he doesn't sound like he talks, you know, for a living or anything, but um, I think he has a, I don't know. He just seems like a nice uh, caring person. what do you guys think about him? Yeah. I liked hearing him. Uh, I must admit, and this is, Probably just like the tone of his voice or something. I was surprised to hear him say wife when he or girlfriend or whatever. Because I was like, I thought for sure just the way he was talking that maybe he was gay. It sounded he had that tone of voice that I thought he, he was that affectation, I guess. But And then when he started the, talking about partying and sweaters, I was like, um, 
Maybe. Yeah. You might yeah, want to so. check in on. <laughs> you might want to check in on what he's doing in his uh, downtime. But no, I thought he was like, yeah, super positive and uh, happy. And they, I thought it was a good interview. And he's funny. I know uh, Lauren Kelly told me that she saw him at a comedy venue in the town that she lives in. Uh, oh, that's cool. So she was excited for the episode. And uh, I liked it. Little Rafe, what about you? I forgot what the question was. I'm, I'm Did you maybe... like him on oh. the show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, by the way, I'm leaving myself on mute most of the time because uh, you guys don't need to hear my uh, coughing and blowing my nose constantly. I, I liked him on the show, and I started listening to his comedy album, and um, I didn't love that so much, uh, so I only listened to maybe half of it. Uh, but then again, uh, Anthony Jeselnik's comedy special came out on Netflix, uh, and I watched that, and he's like my favorite comedian right now, and I didn't really enjoy that either, so maybe I'm just uh, not oh, in the mood to Debbie laugh. Downer. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, also I have to be in the mood to watch stand up anyway. And I just started, I binge watched, uh, he was on Allison's show. Um, what's his name? Damn it. Oh, Adam ruins everything. Adam Conover. I meant to watch the show way back then. And I just started watching. I'm like, he's ruining everything for me. But also I'm like, aha, I'm not a main mainstream turd that believes all this shit. Um, but that show's really good. <laughs> was he on Allison's show? He was. We. T- I remember. I looked back because I thought, was he on? And I, he was. It's crazy how much he looks like the whatever the guy from Food Network, though. It's crazy. Alton Brown. And acts the same. Yeah, Alton Brown. Like, well, not anymore because Alton has like no hair now. But I mean, I've never seen them in the same room together. But also, it's like uh, time travel, maybe. <laughs> they're both. They're both kind of like whizzes, right? <laughs> okay. This is definitely and- the most logical explanation. <laughs> I'm going to write into, write into, because I'm going to write into a show, because this is 1952, I, and ask him uh, to ruin time travel, and then maybe, maybe we'll get some answers. Okay. Uh, he only ruins real things, Lisa. Um, okay. Have you, okay, no, I'm going to just <laughs> stop. Are you going to say that you like, there's Incredible like Incredible a... self-restraint there, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So... He is scared of gore, and so is Allison. And then they're kind of trying to f- figure out why they think certain people can watch it and certain people can't. And maybe they have different mindsets or whatever. And I, I, I know I like it for certain, probably my own certain reasons. But do either of you, you guys both like gory movies, right? Or is that kind of, does that scare you? Um, it doesn't scare me. Uh, and I don't mind gory movies. But there are some times that I'm like just not in the mood for them if i'm really tired or out of it then i don't always want to watch gore or even anything action-packed in general it just but just in general i like gory movies fine being a child of the internet age kind of there are many places to see terrible things on the internet (laughs) i have seen many of them and now i've gotten to the point where I think now I'm more squeamish than before. Whoa, um, weird. But not like in real life. Like mm. I don't, I don't want to see these things. But uh, like fictional gore, like in a movie or something. No, that's it's literally nothing. I don't want to see dead bodies and yeah. mutilated things anymore. 
Yeah, I remember fascination with, you know, renting Faces of Death and all getting together and watching it. I know they said maybe some of it's fake, but like that kind of real stuff's kind of crazy. And then also, like you said, with the Internet age, I have friends that would post up on Facebook where I'm like, this is in my feed and it's like a car accident. And I'm like, why are you posting this? First of all, if I want to see that, I need to look, I'll look for it. But like it's still set with me today. Like if it's like you said in movies, no big deal. And some of it, you know, scarred me as a child, but like I've gotten over it. <laughs> but yeah, the real life stuff, no thanks. Well, no. they were talking about how Game of Thrones is like gory. And I have seen every episode of Game of Thrones. And although my memory is shit, I don't remember anything that is like one tenth, like, like, like on a scale of one to ten, it, like it wouldn't be a one even like to me. But I've seen horrible oh. things. So my ten is pretty extreme. But I, I think a show like Game of Thrones, like grandmas watch that now. My grandma is the one that asked me if I was watching it. Whenever it first came out, I'm like, oh, that's clearly a show I'm not going to be into. And so I've never seen it, probably because of that. You were like, oops, Lisa. <laughs> Have you seen the Game of Thrones? <laughs> I was going to say the one gory scene from that show that I remember, and I think it's enough seasons back that I don't really, is the there was a fight between the mountain and uh, one guy from Dorne. Do you remember that, Rafi? And uh, he had poisoned the end of the stick and sticks it into the mountain, and then he like squishes his eyes out. Yeah. That was pretty gory. <laughs> oh god! And yeah. also, that's there's like uh, things with eyeballs. Yeah. Tend true. to be uh, trigger me a little bit more than other gory stuff. I I think I have the same thing with eyeballs or like kneecaps, like that kind of stuff. Like a lot of mob movies, they get pretty graphic and I like it, but then I don't. And and I just, you just reminded me of that, like where where they just do like real torture on people. Maybe because it's based on reality that it kind of like, oh, I'm even like listening to the Zodiac podcast right now. And I have to listen to it in pieces because I'm like, this is freaking me the fuck out, especially if I'm home alone all the time. Yeah, mentioning uh, mob movies, The Sopranos, I feel like, is kind of a more violent show to me than Game of Thrones. And maybe that's because there aren't any, you know, fucking giants and dragons in The Sopranos that it just feels more real. But, you know, watching Tony strangle a guy with a with a rope or whatever, that it seems more graphic to me than, you know, like some CGI blood from a sword or something. We'll talk more about Game of Thrones soon. Game of Thrones? <laughs> no wonder I haven't watched it. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, so Allison says she appreciates honesty from a friend. And I know we've talked about this on here. Walking the line of being honestly a bitch or being honest and constructive. And I am kind of surprised to hear that she appreciates that more in a friend. And I wonder, I know we are her friends. <laughs> kind of. I mean, her show says it. But uh, I wonder how she would be able to take some of the like the things that we say on here. Like last week, Lil Rafi, you guys were talking about how she's kind of off her game a little bit, which is understandable when you've just had a kid. I I mean, I'm still (laughs) trying to get it back and my kids are old. So I wonder how she would feel hearing that because it is true. I mean, she lost her train of thought during this Monday episode like a few times. And I have some more criticism, too. And while I'm at it, what is she thinking? (laughs) Having the childish theme song at the beginning of the Monday episode, I don't care for it anymore. I understand in the beginning when you're like, hey, this is my new show. But now I maybe like just plug it at some point. But having that theme song kind of throws me off listening to her show. I don't know what you guys think about that. I always just hit the forward 30 seconds Mm -hmm. twice. 
and I don't even think about it anymore. But yeah, it. I find but the, the fact that you have to so do that. Is like, <laughs> well, and that it gets stuck in your head, which I actually don't mind it. I like it, but I don't want it stuck in my head. And then, like you said, I immediately press forward. Sometimes I'll do three times and then I'll just go back 10 because <laughs> I don't then it's like, OK, let's just get the show started because I'm already kind of like annoyed. <laughs> wow, I'm an asshole. Uh, little Robbie, where are you? Uh, yeah, I also skip it. I don't want to hear Greg and I've heard the ad already. So and I listen to the podcast, so it's not for me. I just skip straight sure. to the episode now. And do you think anyone listening to it is going to say, oh, I didn't know you were doing another podcast or if they don't know, they're going to be very confused about what they're listening to. <laughs> I just think like it's just a weird like I don't know it just doesn't need to be there anymore I don't think yeah I don't know how long she's gonna keep doing this but uh, doing I, I, this I, like it's torture <laughs> how long could she possibly keep this up <laughs> this inserting that game. ad this is a game of advertisement for her other show I, maybe I, like at the end like hey I've got this new show show piled or piled ish <laughs> my god fucking a. You know what, Allison? Why don't you start a Best Friends fan cast, fan cast and talk about how shitty I am? Uh, are we going to uh, do a childish chat later or no? I have not caught up, but okay. I, I'm happy to hear your words of wisdom. Uh, no, I, was I, have not, just... I haven't listened to since the the uh, the weird gay comment. I haven't listened to it since then. Good for you. Taking a stand. Uh, finally, for once on the right side of history, Lisa. Um... <laughs> I told you about MLK. <laughs> i don't think we were recording for that part so. we were not but uh, anyway i just was gonna say that like i get it why she does it but the fact that we'll hear a story on childish and on her show monday or thursday and then i feel like sometimes even on the patreon things we'll like get it i feel like i'm it's yes. it all starts to like blend together and then so it just feels like kind of like uh like allison when daniel talks about game of thrones i'm like i got it i'm good i heard it we've been over this but i understand that some people don't listen to every word that comes out of her mouth like i do so uh i should just shut up well that i mean i i don't agree with the second part of that but i do agree that it's all starting to kind of bleed number one we pay for patreon so all that stuff should stay there uh, but tease it, of course. And number two, having the same stories on Childish and on the other, I feel like tease it on your actual show and then go listen to the whole story on Childish. Like that would be a better way to do it because keep it parenting or whatever you guys are calling it. Gay bashing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll probably edit that out. But I agree. I'm getting the same stories, like the birth stories. Like, okay. And plus it gets onto the Monday show and I feel like I'm hearing all the stories over again. But she obviously, she feels like she needs to talk about it. My other last criticism <laughs> is something that I brought up before. And I think Daniel being on the Thursday show needs, uh, there just needs to be, I, I guess like this Thursday episode, they, it just kind of turned into like their therapy hour. And it seems to happen often and it kind of throws the dynamic between everybody else off. And I think that they need to add like a third episode like they did before where they just catch up because I, because then they can talk about all this stuff. And then maybe Daniel's still on there because like you said, little Rafi, he is one of the funniest ones on there. I like the dynamic when it's all of them talking, but then when it's just them, I feel like, oh, this is getting a little uncomfortable. You don't want another tight 10 about how she was tired from being at Greg Fitzsimmons' house when he was at her house. <laughs> 
and it's an hour apart, and that's why maybe she was a little bit testy. You don't want more on that? Maybe that, or we could talk about Adam Carolla some more, or yeah. their first phone call, and it's like, let's really talk, let's really get into the weeds and talk about what was said during this conversation. It's like, oh, it was it was a lot. So apparently we're talking about Thursday now. So uh, anything else from Monday before we just scoot over? No. Uh, no, it's all good. Uh, I'm good with Thursday or Monday's episode was good. That's... Okay. Any childish stuff? Or are we good? I got I got it all off my chest. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all those children off your chest. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that like just went. It made no sense. But you know what? It was funny. I got a laugh. So I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we were her little Trace Leche cakes sent in by Chandler Franklin on Patreon. I love Trace Leche cakes. So fucking good. I've never made it, and I've tempted to. She's been sending this one in, and I'm glad she finally got it sent in. We also got a tease for next week's, and obviously I looked back to see what it was going to be, and I think, Toby, you're going to be very happy about what it's going to be if you didn't already look it up. I have not looked it up, but I did want to say you guys talked about Overnight Oats last week, uh, which Lauren Kelly sent in, and that's something that we remind each other to do in the evening, actually. uh, Oh, that's cute. We can have a breakfast, Uh, and so it's it's yeah, oats and milk and like a little bit of sweetener of some kind and fruit. And then in the morning, it's like it, it's just it's a different consistency than when you make oatmeal. And is it like steel uh-oh. cut or quick oats? I think uh, I use quick oats. You, I think okay. you can use either, but it's uh, I would say not as slimy. Maybe. Okay. It's, it's like a it's pretty dense when you eat it. Hmm. I'm not sure if I'm gonna like this because I. Well, first of all, I make instant oats. I make oatmeal out of the little packet. And I don't like it overly squid. Like, I like it kind of undercooked and watery. So Gross. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret. Last week I said, what are overnight oats? I know what they <laughs> are, and I've had them before. Um, oh. It's like, you know, sometimes I play stupid. And sometimes I just <laughs> pretend that I'm not stupid. So you're a real Chad Daniels or whatever this fucking liar is. Uh, yeah, sure. You got a new name. Good job. So. Little liar. When, I, <laughs> when I've had them, they're good. It's just like a, it kind of, it's like a yogurt parfait in the morning or something. It depends what you throw in there, but uh, it's perfectly yeah, I put delicious. yogurt in there after, actually. Yeah. It's super delicious if you're into that, but for someone like me, that's not enough food. I'm like, my job is very physical, and if that's what I ate in the morning, I would be starving in like an hour, and then I would be dead by the end of the day. As we said before, a blowjob still a job. Don't oh, worry about Jesus. it. Um, <laughs> people are going to be like, what exactly were you guys talking about before <laughs> you recorded? Um <laughs> Do you heat it up the next day, or is it just something you eat cold out of the fridge? What's this? I know you like cold leaving things out overnight, little Rafi, so I, I realize this is in your wheelhouse. So it's just cold out of the fridge oatmeal? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a big oatmeal. I am all about texture, though, so I'm, I I need to try it once. Also, I don't eat breakfast, and so um, having oatmeal at night, maybe, is what I'll do. I'll have overday no- notes. Overday oats. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Lauren again for that. That was cool. Uh, Trace Leche cake, little Rafi. I'm guessing you like it. Okay. Even though you don't have a sweet tooth. Here's my problem. Uh, Every 
fucking Mexican party um, I go to, there's a fucking Tres Leches cake. And you know what? It's good. You know what else? If I didn't have it for the next decade, I would be fine. Give me some motherfucking tiramisu any day. But I Lisa, you're on the tiramisu train. But uh, Lisa often confuses Italians and Mexicans, so uh, <laughs> no difference to her, I'm sure. I'm telling you, I looked for the Mexican flag on there, and I was like, this will do. Give me a break. <laughs> Again, referencing things listeners do not know. <laughs> so there's a Cuban restaurant I go, I used to go to with my TNC friends every so, single Tuesday. Also Cubans, not Mexican, Lisa. I know, but shut up. It's a Cuban and Spanish restaurant, which also I realize is not Mexico, but they have Tres Leche on the menu, and that's the only place I've ever had it, and it's quite delicious, but you're right. You can't have it too much, so I haven't had it like the last year that we've been going. I just get their bread pudding, which is delicious. I'm not a tiramisu fan. I think I fucked that out also, but um, maybe I need to have a homemade one made by Lil Rafi. Not going to I know happen. that's his potluck his pot like go-to. <laughs> No, not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Another problem with Tres Leches cake is that uh, the last time I had it, all the liquid, like, soaked it, like, just went down. So the top was, like, kind of moist and delicious, and the bottom was just a soggy mess. And I was like, this is not good. So good. Oh. (laughs) No one likes a soggy bottom, Lisa. Mm. Uh, Yeah, true, 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 true. (laughs) I almost went the wrong direction on that one. Okay. Uh, well, well, Rafi, you're not the only one who's sick. Apparently, Colonel Jeff was sick also. Um, <laughs> what's so I know what that? you're thinking. I didn't get him sick. Okay. <sighs> well, I was going to ask. Also, uh, knowing that Jordan and Renee were going to be on the show together, I know we were all kind of like, oh, I wonder how this is going to go. <sighs> they've been on together before, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But not since they've broken up or uh, supposedly broken up. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Were so, they t- officially together? I know that they we they took a trip together, and then I know that Renee talked about downsizing to a single bed. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not relationship material. <laughs> yeah, that is true. There's no uh, no uh, Jordan shaped holes left. It, it's I don't, they were never official, but I you know we speculated, and uh, I mean speculous. <laughs> Speaking of that, they have a new Speculoos. What do they have at Trader Joe's? Shit, I forgot. Well, they have Speculoos flavored everything. They had a beer. They had ice cream. They have some, I don't know. They had some new thing out. I'm like, should I get this? No, probably not. Okay. Also, uh, it should be yeah. mentioned that she filled the Jordan-shaped hole in her heart or her bed with another Jordan because she has a female roommate named Jordan. So if you listen to Can I Pet Your Dog, do not make the mistake of uh, thinking it's Jordan Morris if she mentions a Jordan at her apartment. I thought that their dynamic was um, weird. Did you guys pick up on anything different? Not on Jordan's part. (laughs) You mean like on Renee's part? Yeah, I I felt like she was... She talked a little differently this episode. uh, I thought she was very funny in the episode and that she laughed a lot, but I do think that it did as you sort of alluded to earlier, turn into the Daniel and Allison therapy hour. So I'm wondering if the two non, not part of that marriage people (laughs) were kind of back a bit. And there wasn't, you know, often Jeff like inserts the drops to 
maybe cut the tension a little bit or like create a natural leaving off point. But without that, the the two of them just like kept going on stories that probably they could have cut off five minutes before they did. <laughs> yes. I think uh, Renee was very funny. She just seemed a little more talkative and a little bit more, a little more eager and that not in a negative way. Like she was trying to like get her voice in there and I, I don't mind it. It just sounded different than she normally does. That's all. I think she's been overall hesitant on the show. Uh, you know, I talked to her a bit on Instagram and just let her know that I thought that she sounds more comfortable now. So maybe she is more comfortable now that she has been there a lot of times. That's so cool. She's, uh, I still need to, maybe she'll go to the Allie Ward thing. I need to put something out there. Yeah. It'd be fun. Oh. I also think she'd be on this show. Honestly, I think she would. She would be. I think she would. But I feel like I need to start like, I don't, I don't know who I need to have first, like first, maybe trap dog because he said he would a long time ago and then maybe work my way up to like, I don't know. I don't know what the levels would be because I feel like I want to have Daniel on and I feel like he would say yes only because I was on his show that I have like that in, you know? You're really just figuring out who you have to have on to get Jeff on, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I, feel like I don't I'm know. Getting, I, I feel wish like that I was cold. Jeffy's girl. <laughs> Jay and Slima together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jay. I would love that. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I am losing um, interest. How about that? Is it because he's only on once every four times or something now? Yeah, that's probably it. He's not. He's basically not on Monday. Yeah. Like, we could solidly say that Tony is the Monday producer. Yeah, and I good. think we definitely need him on the next bonus Patreon episode. Although, the latest... Bonus, was that with um, Daniel? I haven't listened yet or looked at it, apparently. Yeah, with Daniel. Okay, and then so then the next one is going to be with Renee, which I'm excited about that. And I had so many questions, and then when she posts the question, I'm like, shit, I can't think of anything. I need to write things down. I need to be a uh, little Rafi Notes app Castaneda here. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I saw that she was having uh, – the fuck is his name on Monday? The guy. Oh, Tony Thaxton. Oh, uh, Josh Gondelman. Josh Gondelman. Uh, I was like, oh shit! I think he's a writer on Deuces and Marrow. I need to think of a question. And then I was like, eh, I got nothing. So uh, yeah, I should uh, be better at that stuff. Well, especially if it's somebody that you know, because in general, I don't know any of these people, and I always look to Whitney, the beacon of good questions. So. I'm fine with that because it always comes up with some different story. It's, so the the latest uh, Patreon live stream was with Jenna. And of course, I was super excited about it. It's always fun. It was it kind of felt like it's funny because during the chat, we all kind of stopped talking once they were talking because it was kind of like we were just watching them catch up. And that was actually really cool. And then Daniel and hashtag Al joined in. So that was awesome to kind of see them all together again. It was like a little thursday gang reunion and they talked about having their show couple friends coming out every single day i just recently caught up on all of their other episodes and i i'm really liking the 15 minutes it's pretty pretty good you sounded like uh, larry david there for a second <laughs> pretty yeah. pretty well also with the live stream usually if it's just allison with no distractions like kids or husbands or or friends 
Um, I feel like we connect with her more because it's really just us talking with her and going back and forth. And with this, it's just watching them and there's not a lot of interaction. It's still fun. It's just a different experience. So afterwards, I don't feel like I just talked to Allison, which I usually do. Or I'm like, I feel like we were just hanging out at her house after some of the of the live stream. So uh, we don't talk about Patreon on the on the BFF, Lisa. Okay, well, I have one more comment about it. So there's always, without fail, there's always one person that comments on Twitter saying, you should really put this out for free so we can all listen. It's like, okay, here's the thing. She's trying to make money so she can just be a podcaster for a living. And this is part of it. And this is a perk for supporting her on Patreon. We don't all have extra money. But if you want to see the Jenna Kim Jones one, test it out for a month. Pay the whatever. Is it $10 for that level? I believe it is. So not all of us can afford it. I understand that happens. But for 10 bucks, you want to see it and see if it's worth being a part of it. But yeah, I am going to talk about it. Try it out. Think you like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So they started talking about, first of all, Jordan was, they were talking about spam calls and how they, you'll get a call now from your own area code, which I literally got one as we were recording. I'm like, I realize that you're not somebody I know anymore. And Jordan was talking about, you know, he'll see a 949 number coming up and I'm like, oh, that's right. He's South County. (laughs) But then they started talking about just phone calls and uh, how it's alarming if you get a phone call because either it's spam or sales call or somebody died. Like there, there's no other rhyme or reason for a phone to ring. And I like the fact that Jordan's kind of embracing this, you know, making phone calls again. I started doing that with Brittany, which we've only had one phone call so far, but we're already scheduling the next one. And it is, you have to schedule it. You can't be really doing anything else. And it is fun, but I mean, I don't know. Do you guys get alarmed when you get a phone call? Um, I think my dad calls me enough that I don't get alarmed by it. Uh, I wouldn't say I get alarmed but um, if it's a number that doesn't show up as a name on my phone, I don't even bother answering. And one thing that Jen was texting us about, and I had no idea what she was talking about at the time, is that I should be a cab driver because I mentioned uh, on a previous episode that if someone's up in the middle of the night, they should just call me because I'm like up all night alone working. Um, and yes, I, much like a cab driver, I talk to my coworker, uh, who's also my roommate, we'll call each other on the phone and commiserate about what is fucked up at work today for each of us. So yes, Jen, I am like a cab driver in that sense, but there's only so much I can say to a guy that I see every day at work and at home. So anyone else out there, for the love of God, please call me. Well, maybe you need to start this the Commute Buddies app and just... I feel like there's an idea there. Wasn't there one before where if you wanted like someone to come over and hug you or something? <laughs> Hugs with legs, lugs.com. Okay, so oh, God. <laughs> I know. Feels on wheels. <laughs> oh. Hey, Lisa, can you hear me? I'm just kidding. Oh, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> okay, now I, I can hear you. I will not answer that phone call. Oh, so it cut out for a long time. Well... So I missed everything up until you fucking asshole. (laughs) Which I don't know if that was about me or Toby. (laughs) Take a wild guess. Probably me. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking you should start the 
the Commute Buddies app. I think it's right up your alley. So I heard feels on wheels, and then it was just like <laughs> silence, silence, you no, fucking that's asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. No. Yep, yep. that's how it went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, no one knew what, what to say. However, <laughs> exactly. However it, however it turns out in the recording is how it's going to stay. How about that? Perfect. Okay, good. Uh, but I do think you should start that. Somebody should. It's got it's got a decent premise. It's something. I mean, whatever. So Jordan was talking about texting, and they were all talking about texting, and they were talking about emojis and your texting game and how emojis changed it. And they thought, you know, maybe that you weren't going to use it early in the relationship, so you don't want to be like the person that uses emojis and exclamations. And then, and then it became part of part of the punctuation really emojis and then he started talking about gifts and i i know i was relying heavily on gifts for a while and then i kind of let, let it go because i'm like i feel like i'm just doing gifts every single time but when you find that perfect one jordan was saying that the best gifts are kurt russell gifts and to just type that in and he started rambling off different ones and lo and behold i tweeted russell russell <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I tweeted Jordan uh, two weeks ago with a Kurt Russell gif, the Captain Ron one. So I feel like I won that game. Thank you, everybody. I realized that was long-winded. So go ahead and weigh in on emojis, texting, uh, gifs, Kurt Russell. What the fuck? Also, he's not in Point Break. I learned that from Twitter now, too. Okay. All right. Toby? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I text a lot so i like emojis i don't use i don't have the gif keyboard but i always enjoy receiving uh, a well-timed or apt gif if someone is good at that it's not my strength but emojis good enough and i've got that bitmoji too and i know that freaks some people out so i especially try to use it on them <laughs> sometimes i'll get that I'm like what is this thing at least it's a list and good <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rafi, what do you think about all these things? You know, I use everything from GIFs and emojis to emoticons to pictures, uh, anything that I can use to spruce up this plain piece of toast of a text. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so sometimes... And let's be honest, mostly Seinfeld, but yeah, still for sure. well-received. Especially if... I don't like have anything to add. I just want to be like, yeah, I got your text and I'm not like ignoring you. It'll be like Seinfeld gif. But uh, thanks to oh, Dr. I get so many. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Dr. Jen being on our, on our text thread thing. Uh, I also throw in an, I love Lucy every now and then, but they're all so similar on the Lucy show. Um, or it's like her like hugging Ricky and I can't like really <laughs> add that at any point. Um, but one thing I thought was funny was that Renee said, look up something about appetizer gifts. And so I just did that. And there's Olivia Munn with a mouthful of hot dogs. Um, and... I think I've sent that one before. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to a uh, blowjob is still a job. <laughs> Going back to old hot dog pockets. Shout out to you, Trace. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, uh. There's some interesting gifts here, but um, I, yeah, I use everything. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't go away. They're fun. I'm glad there's so many, 
and finding the right one is really a delight. I, I agree. It adds to this plain piece of toast. Maybe I need like an emoji on my t- uh, toast tattoo <laughs> to make it better. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't go messing with perfection <laughs> already, Lisa, first of all. <laughs> Uh, and second of all, I also have a Bitmoji. I forgot. I use. I, I don't use them that often anymore. But um, yeah, I think it, it looks scary. It's it's kind of scary how it kind of like really captures my essence. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, we you guys talked about your hair last time. I agree. I feel like David Huntsberger's hair. Like we talked about seeing him at the junk show. It's gotten unruly. If I went au natural. Not much would change after a month because I've straightened my hair for so long that it would look pretty similar. So I think doing like the, I don't know. I, I think David is very excited about uh, girls just being natural and thinking that we just wake up looking like a fucking rose. But his hair's gotten unruly. A little rough, your hair's better. That's where I was going. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, Lisa. Ah! Thank you. And I do want to join the hair club uh, for the BFF. I'll go pink. Lauren will go pink. You'll go blue. Let's do it. When you move to California, okay? Okay. Sure thing. Okay. I have one more. uh, I forgot. One more piece of constructive criticism. (laughs) Besides uh, Daniel and Allison's dynamic and it becoming therapy, um, they're also very distracted by the kids. And I think that throws her off a lot. And it's, I mean, it's nothing against her, but I feel like the babysitter needs to take him somewhere, needs to be putting him to bed or reading or whatever, or change the recording time. Something because I feel like they kept talking about it and she was obviously distracted. And I think there needs to be a little something changed. I think the problem there is that, um, like Daniel said, he has a very long commute. And by the time mm. he gets home, it's like time to put Elliot down. And then that's why the show's already like starting and he always comes in late. So I think by then the babysitter is long gone. But uh, oh, yeah. I think he just needs to stay with them. Take a little breather. Just let Allison do her show. I don't know. Well, it's Allison's show. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do love him on there. I just feel like there's something needs to give because, you know, I, I we're just looking out for her. Of course, we're going to still fucking listen. Give me a break. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we got a BFF group mention, specifically Ray Morgan and Lil Rafi Yu, because she was talking about her food choices and... I was like, are you going to mention the show? I I felt like it was on the tip of her tongue. She's like, okay. So they th- tried these disgusting sausages, and they were gross. Um, but that was nice that she mentioned our show. That was cool. Agreed. Also, little Rafi, I forgot to mention, I know we don't talk about Patreon, but she and Elliot sing happy birthday to you over Patreon. That was amazing. Thanks to superfan Megan for making that happen. <laughs> yes, uh, that was uh, quite a special moment. If I could get the audio, I'll play that, but uh, yeah, it's probably going to be something. Uh, anything else from Thursday before we talk about uh, JMOs? I have one thing. Okay. Uh, oh, we well, are going to talk about Game of Thrones again. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damn it. I don't give a okay. shit. Um, okay, good. Well, I mean, there's a lot of TV talk we could do, but uh, yes. Elliot jumping out of his crib. She mentioned that, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what to do about it, but uh, I feel like it'd be pretty easy to keep a baby in a crib, uh, but then I guess that would just be a cage, Lisa. Well, which is <laughs> which is what it sounds like she, she's going to be doing. I just don't, I've never had a kid get out of the crib. They're made for that to not happen, so I'm kind of surprised that it does. And changing over to a bed, which as everyone says is 
not going to solve the problem of him getting out of bed, but it will solve the problem of him not breaking his neck. So I think it's time for that or putting the tent over it or strapping him down. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, all humane options. Yeah. I feel bad for Daniel that he spends so much time away from Elliot and then Elliot is the thing that like keeps him awake all night and then he has to go to work and just be like super tired. Not saying that Allison isn't, you know, dealing with uh, the same problem, but I feel like they shouldn't both be in the living room in the middle of the night playing with him and his toys. Like one of you go to bed, but uh, I don't know. I, I agree. There's a lot of things that need to change. And especially now that you have two, your options are going to be more limited and, yeah, it's you got to get tougher. He sounds like he's getting a little out of control. <laughs> yeah, we know Just who me. wears the pants in that household, and apparently it's Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be Wendy, too. So going back to Game of Thrones, I've not seen an episode. Ruffy, you said you've seen all of it. I don't know if you've seen it all, Toby, or any of it, but is it worth getting HBO for? No. Or whatever it's on? Okay. I don't think it's worth that. I think, like, I... HBO in Canada is a lot of money, so I just download the episodes for free. I've seen them all, and I like it, and I think the first four or five seasons are really good, and and when it deviates from the book, I think it's a little rushed, and I think it's... Now I kind of am just watching to see what happens at the end. Oh. This season is better. That's always fun. Okay. Yeah, it's like... Much like three three left. Three left, yeah. Okay. Much like Renee, I am not really into that kind of, those kinds of stories or movies or books. But, little Ralph, you don't mention anything about books. But she said she liked it. So I thought, well, if she's not in, really into that stuff, but they did a good job of it, I thought, well, maybe I'll give it a try. But eh. the main reason is just so I can talk about it with Daniel, because apparently he really wants to talk about stuff with people and he's missing out on life. So I feel like I want to get into it so we could all be talking with him because I feel like he's he, he needs he needs us. Right? Yeah. I think it would be fun to, to I don't know how to find that discord. I, I found it to... um, yesterday. I retweeted his link to it. And okay. so I, um, I downloaded the discord app, but I haven't gone on to you. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, it's for gamers. <laughs> okay. I'm reaching a new low here, but that's okay. Also all of the rest of the shows they talked about, I had never heard of any of them. And they're all about it. And it's like, I feel like I'm so in the dark ages when it comes to TV. So any of the shows that they mentioned, are they worth watching or have you heard of them? Which are the Killing Eve is one. I hadn't heard of the other one that they were talking about. First of all, Lisa, Discord is, I guess initially it was for gamers or something, but Jenna Kim Jones started one a long time ago for Sorry Not Sorry, which I guess they should change it. Actually, I haven't seen if they have. Um, also other podcasts I listen to have one. Um, okay. so it's, it's, it's just like a fucking message board, which is uh, a bit okay. overwhelming for yeah. me. I don't love the layout and stuff. It's difficult for me to understand, but, um, there's that second of all, Daniel wanted like just wanting to talk about <laughs> game of Thrones or whatever he's into. Uh, he was talking about how, if you talk about your hobby with someone, like it's the most boring yes. thing to them which uh, I was curious what your uh, hobbies would be that people would be bored about, which I'll get back to. Don't let me forget, Lisa or, and Toby. But also, um, I've been to the Discord, and 
because I haven't read the Game of Thrones books, much like <laughs> someone else on this show. Okay. I was talking about Toby. I, I don't. I don't think they publish <laughs> books up there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just load them they up can't get them over the falls. Yeah. <laughs> In a barrel. I've been. Yeah, that's right. I've been to the Discord, and it. I want to be like, oh yeah. That part where that girl did the thing was cool. And then everyone else is like, they know the names and they know the name of the sword and they know like the fucking complete backstory. And then I'm like, after like two messages, I'm lost and I'm like, okay, quit, so quit in the app. like me going wine tasting. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> yeah. And then someone else is like, oh, we'll see the, the, <laughs> the, the, the rains in Napa Valley this time of year were really productive. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so it's real nerd alert. But I mean, I wonder if he started talking about something I knew about, like Twin Peaks, let's say. Like, I never talked about that with anybody. That could go back to, I, I don't know if you call that a hobby, but I enjoy it a lot. So I never talked about it with anyone forever, unless somebody says they're into it then it's like okay let's talk about it i'll go to the festival because there's a bunch of my fellow nerds there and then of course when the show came out again it was kind of like well it's kind of popular for a minute so people are talking about it but i think people probably would tune that out if i was like, talking about it and if he was talking about it on discord then maybe i could get into it but yeah i just feel bad for him <laughs> um i think there is a twin peaks uh chat in the discord um I, I can't, I can't, can't I can't recall. do it to myself. I can't anymore. If it was um, him doing it, I would. But after the show ended and I was done with the last festival, I just was like, I, I can't hear anybody else's fucking opinions on the show anymore. It's always been so personal for me and to share it was fun. But then I was like, all right, I don't, I'm still a part of like many groups on Facebook and I can't even look at anything on there anymore. I just, I can't. Okay. But for Daniel, I would. <laughs> So, for anyone that's curious, uh, there's a general chat, Game of Thrones, Twin Peaks, Westworld, Killing Eve, Dune, Deadwood, Star Wars, Game of Thrones spoiler talk, and Avengers. I'm not interested in really any of this. I also, I don't know what Killing Eve is, but people say it's good, but there's too much TV and uh, I don't have the time for all this garbage. Wow. Oh, anyway, Toby, what is your hobby that would bore people? If you talked about, pardon me. If you talked about it, uh, usually it's like maple syrup collection. Like. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, definitely maple syrup. Well, if it's this temperature, then that means the syrup is this consistency and color. And uh, yeah, see, your guys are bored. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe maybe less detail. Yeah, I think it would be music or like places I want to travel or podcasts that I listen to. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's a, that's a good is. point. Podcast is tough because I feel like, I mean, Alyssa Milano now has her own podcast. Like, everybody has a goddamn podcast. So it's kind of common to talk about it. But still, I find so many people that don't listen to podcasts. So you can't really unless, like, you don't talk about it unless they bring it up. Because I think people do tune out if you talk about podcasts. Yeah. And I think it's like, if you find someone else who likes the same podcast, you could talk about it. But Yeah, you could even start another I podcast about that. Yeah, I wonder what that's like. The more I think about like when I hear recommendations for podcasts or I try to recommend podcasts to people, I think, well, I don't have any time to add more podcasts to my list, so I'm probably not going to. And I'd like to think that other people pr probably are in the same boat where they have the ones they listen to and 
it's kind of something you have to find naturally. And I find some shows are like like there's a few Netflix shows I I watch uh, that I stopped telling people about because I realized they either already watched them or they're never going to, and so it's not worth talking about unless I know they already like it. And I think podcasts are similar that way. That's true. You know, the whole sorry not sorry changing over to couple friends. I know there was speculation about it be, being because Al or uh, whatever her name is Alyssa Milano maybe reached out to Jenna, but there were uh, more than one sorry not sorry podcast out there. I found that out when I had to resubscribe on a different uh, podcast app, and I, I typed in sorry not sorry, and Jenna Kim Jones didn't even come up. It was sorry not sorry with JKJ or whatever it was. So anyway, there I don't think that's the reason, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Uh, wow i know i had something else to say but i obviously i'm just trying to like remember and that's not going to happen so how about we talk about jmos the return of jmos do you want me did you either of you pick one or you want me to just uh rattle off some of the topics i picked one okay toby why don't you do our one jmo today <laughs> okay i picked the wind chimes one from jennifer jennifer takaji when i see a house with a lot of wind chimes i wonder if they hate their neighbors or they're just a serious masochist. And the reason I picked that is because I don't see that many wind chimes and also because I really liked it when Renee said, Jesus was a dangle. And that <laughs> made me laugh. I was like, I really hope that Jeff pulls that as a drop because I thought it was funny. I laughed a lot. Yeah, I I have like a love-hate with wind chimes as well. I, I do have that feeling of who the fuck wants to put wind chimes out? But then I was at my mother-in-law's house, which of course she has wind chimes. I put them up for her. And I was in the backyard and I heard, I'm like, oh, that's kind of pleasant. But I have been next to people's houses where they have multiple and it's like, what in the hell is happening? By the way, train wreck has some and I feel like smashing them with some pliers. Okay, sorry. (laughs) If there's like a gentle breeze and like one set of wind chimes, it can be nice. But I wonder what it sounds like when there's like a huge windstorm, which happens I feel like often enough that it would be super annoying. Oh yeah. We have, I mean, we have those St. Anna winds and guaranteed they're just falling on the ground all over the place. If people have those, I feel like that would be very much going back to captain Ron, but like somebody lived on a houseboat wind chimes, I feel like, mm. and rock gardens. And I don't know. Multiple is what I mean. If you have one, somebody gave it to you for mother's day or, you know, something, but I don't know. Uh, it's a culture of people that I don't think I would like. <laughs> And shout out to Jennifer Takaji, friend of the, friend of the show. Well, Rafi, what do you think about wind chimes? Uh, not a fan, but uh, eh. I mean, I don't I don't see them very often or hear them, I should say. So uh, I can't. In Colorado, I feel like that would be a hotbed oh, of wind chimes, Jesus. <laughs> including uh, restaurants with underwear on the walls, which I never got to chime in about that with you because I was like, what is she talking about? Oh, I love that Denver or slash Colorado is the butt of many jokes. <laughs> or not just me. <laughs> uh, come over here and say that to my face, Lisa. Will do. I'll bring wind chimes with me and my neon. I don't want people to think I'm from somewhere else. So no problem. <laughs> uh, neon in an oxygen tank to survive up in the Mile High City. Oh, my gosh. Probably. <laughs> oh, um, I don't want to read this, Jima, but the... Whenever I'm doing this show, I'm listening to Monday 
And I'm like, okay, if they mention a band, of course I'm going to use that song. And then on Thursday, I'm always like hopeful it's something. And then this time I was like, oh, they barely did anything. I'll probably do a little November Rain somewhere. And maybe I can use my Renee song. And then, God damn it, during JMOs, they have to mention Rock Me on a Fucking Dance. I'm like, no. Oh, God, that song's so bad. God damn it. So uh, my apologies for the end of this show. <laughs> If you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram only Twitter. at RMCGS. And at RMC Guitars on Twitter. He will be back. If you, I know you don't go on there, but I, I want you to at least see my GIF I sent you for your birthday. Uh, I know you, you did. You sent me a GIF. Yeah. What was it of? Uh, it's Seinfeld related, but different than the ones I sent you last year. So I took the time. <laughs> I took the time. Um, Toby, where can we find you? On Instagram at jtobiasm, or maybe follow High as a Kite Band on there, or Dagny Music, or This is Sigrid. They're all musicians I like. All right, BFFs, you're the best. Thank you and good night. And uh, you can blame. At Cassie Oliver ninety three for this song. Bye. angle.